everyone. Welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. This is the podcast where we talk about Frasier. <laughs> it is. And in particular, this episode, we're talking about episode 312, Come Lie With Me. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you ever feel like supporting it, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. We and do. we talk about this a lot. We do. But the reason I want to bring it up is that when we get to the $25 goal on mm-hmm. there, Dave and I are going to do a cover of uh, She's Such a Groovy Lady. We are. And that's only available, only going to be available to our Patreon people. <laughs> that's correct. So that's... you want to get in on that. <laughs> yeah. And if you watch this episode, you've got an idea of what that means. Yes. <laughs> so, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a good time to bring it up. So yeah, patreon.com slash TGIFRK. It's going to be like, Dave's one of, he's very good at karaoke. <laughs> I don't even know have, how this is going to work. It's going to be I bad. No, I have no idea how it's going to work. We're just going to do it. We're just going to do it, and we'll see what happens. And we're going to get, like, a bad MIDI version of it. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of MIDI versions. I'm sure many, like, MIDI musicians have, have done yes. She's Such a Groovy Lady, as yes. it is such a popular song. It is. It is. And uh, maybe we can get a chiptune version of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. And maybe one that's, like, mixed with Sandstorm. (laughs) Uh, We could have a whole album if she's such a groovy lady. A whole album of I mean, it starts with just one cover, but then we, like, get into it. We're going to be into the zone, and Uh then we're going to get Trent Reznor to, like, remix it. And we're going to have, like, a whole album of just remixes. Uh-huh. People are going to be like, wow, I that was a great idea to support TGIF Arcade on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Now we have a whole album of She's Such a Groovy Lady remixed <laughs> by Trent Reznor. <laughs> I mean, this is when we hit the big time. Yeah, yeah. It's real big time. Like, dream. I mean, if we can't get Trent Reznor, I hope we get Smash Mouth. <laughs> we could just That's all sing much, it together. It's pretty much the same. So, well, yeah. no, it's. I would say it's not the same. <laughs> yeah. I know that was the joke. I was joking. Oh, that was a joke. It was meant to be a oh, joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, hold on. Let's rewind. But before that happens, to Calvin even get, Harris. To even Calvin get, Harris. That's who we're doing it. That's who's. That's who's doing it. Uh, okay, sounds good. Uh, Calvin Harris, hit us up um, when we get to twenty-five dollars on Patreon. <laughs> Look, if he wants to do it for the first one... Oh, yeah, I'm all about it. I won't turn him down. Yeah, we need someone to auto-tune us. (laughs) To auto-tune us out of the song. (laughs) But before that happens, people are going to have to listen to us talk about this episode. Which is? Which is the one that I just said. Episode 312, Come Lie With Me. Uh, So, we're just going to get into it now. But, um... And it starts in a place that I don't think a single episode has started before. Ooh la la. It's a Daphne's. <laughs> Fraser's reading Ooh la la. It's got, got an old timey nudie mag. And just... No, it starts in Daphne's room. Yeah, well, I was. There's a little bit of Ooh la la happening, though. Yeah. Because uh, Daphne's not alone. For the first time on the show, on purpose, Daphne's not alone in a room. 
Because Joe's there. Joe. We haven't seen Joe since... But, but we've been hinted that Joe is there was uh, happening. the Christmas episode. Mm. They, they mentioned Joe one time in the Christmas episode, but we haven't seen him since he showed up, uh, like, episode four or something, right? Like, of this season. Like, it's been a long time. It's morning, and Daphne is horrified because, like, he's got to go. He can't be there. Nobody can know that he stayed that is just completely unacceptable, and they're, like, trying to get, like, and Joe wants to stay. They seriously overslept. Joe's late for work. Yep. Though, he's the boss, so, like. You can just stroll in whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, like, it's not like somebody's gonna. I don't think that's actually true. If you're the boss at a place, you can't just stroll in whenever. I guess, but you're. Le- I feel like you're less likely to have somebody, like... I mean, you're usually, like, salary. Like, if you're, like, a contractor, I'm guessing, like, you... It's... As long as your other people under you are there... Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I don't know a lot of contractors, but I feel I'm like... going based totally on Roseanne. Uh-huh. Okay. Which I've learned everything about contracting <laughs> from uh-huh. that. Yeah, yeah. That's no. the official... Yeah, yeah, sure. If you're a contractor, then you contract, and and so you, that's <laughs> so that means I think that means that you you hunt by wrapping around an animal and squeezing it to death. Is that is that a con like a no, boa no. contractor? No, that's a constrictor. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I because thought. otherwise we'd have a serious other problem in this beginning scene, <laughs> uh-huh. which was Daphne's murder. <laughs> yeah. No. See, Joe is laying alongside Daphne to measure her body and see that if is can... That is a Snopes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stop. This is I not... know. That didn't really happen. No. Let's not Snopes it up in here. <laughs> Don't tell people lies. You told me that, you know, this is come lie with me. This is a... Dave believed... <laughs> That there was some story where somebody had a pet boa constrictor uh-huh. and they would sleep in the same bed and yeah. it was wiggle up next to somebody and I guess like it would it does That's that how to it measure to see if it could swallow it. That's not a thing which I should have realized like in the wild. I love how smart Dave is, but then sometimes extremely gullible because yeah, he's like, just like he can rationalize the logic behind you. It's like this is obviously seems logical. Yeah. When and snakes so... are always wiggling against their prey to right, measure them to see if they fit. Right. Like the idea that like that might happen in the wild, like there's like a warthog or something, and some <laughs> just like snake just sidles up next no, to it. No, they have to wait till they're sleeping. Well, of course, yeah, definitely. Um... And they're really good at hugs. Can you? Oh, they're so good. <laughs> They're, hugs. they're very good at hugs. They're a little too good at hugs. Yeah, um, that's why no one likes them. They're just a tight hugger. So, Because uh, no one's left <laughs> to like them afterwards. They're just like, yeah. let go, a, please. This is a really good hug, but I can't appreciate it because I can't breathe. Expired. Yep. Um, anyway, so... Daphne, like they, like the thing is, like they realize Fraser and Martin are awake. They're trying to get out. Um, okay, this whole scene's ridiculous because, yeah. like, Joe's like, "Where's my underwear?" Yeah, and then, like, okay, she has the door open, which maybe don't say that when the door is open, or right. like she opens the door shortly after, and then Eddie, of course, runs in and grabs the underwear yeah. and then runs away, which is just a thing to all dogs do. Sure, she has the slowest reaction time of anyone in the world. Like all she's she has holding to do is, her robe clothes. One hand is on the door. At this moment, all she has to do is close the door. She's not an octopus. She, 
No, I'm saying she has a hand that could just close the door and then Eddie can't go. I don't know. You've never had that where you just get like shocked and you're like your body design reaction? I guess, yeah. Dave's like, no, I have the fastest reaction of all time. (laughs) I just measure myself against everything I'm reacting against. (laughs) Just have the fastest reaction time. Uh, But it takes me a really long time for it to happen because I'm doing that measuring. So it's like, it's kind of a weird trade-off. Like, I, I saddle up next to it and I take a lot of time, but then I re- react real fast. Real fast. Karate chop! Like a snake. That's a snake sound. <laughs> Have you ever been bitten by a snake? I'm pretty sure that's the sound that happens on those Sonic commercials where those two guys are talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I love those commercials. Mm-hmm. This is really relevant. Yeah, yeah. We're never getting out of this first section. No. Okay, so I love those commercials. You know, they're two two guys and they're in the car and they're talking. Yeah, yeah. Because I always the one always says the stupid thing, and right. I always thought that noise was the other one like punching, <laughs> yeah, yeah. punching the other one. Yeah, no, that's him. That's actually the snake. They, they, <laughs> so Sonic it was supposed to be called Snake. Somebody got it wrong on the sign, oh, uh-huh. but they couldn't afford a new sign, so they just <laughs> right. kept it. Because they said over the phone, it's a snake, and they heard Sonic, and mm. they made a Sonic sign. But I, like, I just thought like Sonic could be a good name for like a snake mascot. Oh, yeah. Because, no, you know, absolutely. everyone has, like, a chicken or a cow mascot. Mm. I think a snake would be good, but I yeah. think maybe maybe not. They strike really fast, like, <laughs> <laughs> That was like in a race car. Yeah. That's why it's so fast. <laughs> I don't know even how it drives it. It's Oh, trust me. It's that fast reaction time. Right. It's, it's That's how. Wow. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, Eddie runs out with underwear. Joe's trying to figure out how to get out. Um. Okay, by the way, this has happened before where, like, is Daddy supposed to get up at a certain time to make her weird, like, you know, black currant smoothie. I, I, I realized that smoothie was black because of the dates. Yeah, probably. I guess, like... Because there were dates in it. Which no one turn makes, things black? Yeah, because they're really dark colored. Uh, I don't yeah. know. No one makes a smoothie yeah. with a date. No one as makes far a as, date smoothie. Yeah. I mean... Or, I mean, you might make... You might go out for a date smoothie. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, that's go a healthy to, date. to Jamba Juice for a date smoothie. Oh, um, man. That... That... Um... Yeah. And maybe we'll suggest that sometime on our other podcast, Thank God It's Date Night, which you should also check out if you like this. Excuse it's much shorter. Me, the, the snake is coming. The, this We have spent more time talking about the first episode, first episode, the first scene of this episode of Frasier than we normally spend talking about the movies on Date Night. The, well, so. this, this podcast is as long as a movie that we watch right. on Date Night. So if you've already run out of time... The other podcast might be a better date. Date, date night is nothing like Dateline, by the way. But Dateline? No, it's nothing yeah. like Dateline. It's, we never talk about... I mean, we might talk about true crime sometime if we ever watch a true crime movie. Anyway, moving on. Frasier. We're going to talk about Frasier. <laughs> this is a train wreck. This is a train wreck. I, what's the sound of a snake on a train? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the snake lays next to the train to see if it's long <laughs> enough to eat it. <laughs> That's tragic. That never turns out good for the snake. That's never. Oh, no. Oh, man. Okay. So, okay. Wow. I love this. Okay. So this is, I love this ongoing joke that happens in this episode. So Martin 
is talking about how his pants are too tight mm-hmm. and that the dryer is shrunk them all again. Yeah. yeah, but he's like eating a giant eclair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think during the scene. Yeah. Uh, later he calls it a long john. Yeah, I've heard that, but I don't know oh, okay. if there's a difference between a long john or Claire. Well, the one thing is I couldn't tell if it had cream in the middle. I, it, I it, think it, it did. did it? Okay, because that was the only thing is like I didn't actually maybe see. Maybe it didn't. Maybe, maybe it's a long john if it doesn't have cream in it and it's an eclair if it's filled. Maybe. I've never seen a pastry called a long john I before. I have. Oh, okay. I have. But yeah, I I usually just think of all like long doza- donuts, dozers, <laughs> long, long dozers uh-huh. uh, as as eclairs. Oh okay, yeah. No, I it, to me it's just one that looks like that with the cream in the middle. It's an eclair, which also means lightning in French. Interesting, weird fact. It, anyway, maybe it's supposed to be filled with lightning. <laughs> it could be filled or with lightning. snake or a snake. <laughs> Oh man! Imagine biting into a into an eclair and then suddenly, whoosh, yeah! Wow! Snake, snake in the face. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrifying. You just will legit just woke up someone's like worst fear. <laughs> Someone who's terrified of, of snakes and loves eclairs. I hope no one's scared of snakes as in this episode because they don't think any of this so is funny. Sorry. I'm really sorry. I don't know even how it started. Uh, um, our biggest fan is GI Joe. Oh no! Just listening like no. <laughs> Uh, um, but it's great if it's Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Gear guy. Snake. Uh, yep. I know so much Metal Gear mm-hmm. lore. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, so, so I like that Daphne is just like, oh, sorry, I ever slept. Right. And is like trying to clear the table. And she's like, L- takes the donut and like puts it in the juice. This yeah, makes yeah. me so I mad. know, I know. Yeah, because she's trying so hard to rush everyone out the door. Yeah. And just like, oh, it wasn't done. And she's like, oops, dunk. Oh, and, and like, so she takes, like, Friedrich's toes. And this is pretty funny. And, like, because he's going to go play squash. Oh, my gosh, these shorts. Let's take a moment. I know. I definitely wrote something. Yeah, because Frazier is dressed to go play some squash. And these shorts. And these shorts. Because he's in, like, a white sweater. Right. Yeah, which is but, squash attire, right. as far but as I these know. tiny white shorts. The tiniest of shorts. Like, he looks like he should be playing basketball in the 70s yes. in these shorts. Like, it's so I mean, weird. he has nice stamps. He's got some nice stamps. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he gets them from his dad. Like, didn't, yeah. he, didn't he inherit oh, yeah. the, those crane th- calves or something? Yes, like, yes. So, but, but, yeah, it is so weird to see... Frasier in in these tiny shorts and like it's it's less noticeable in this scene yeah like there's a later scene where it's just where he stands up at one point and it's so it's so weird because the sweater's kind of bulky on top of these tiny shorts yes um but yeah. um i like that he talks about toast cramps yeah because yeah. he want to finish his toast yeah and she... daphne's like nope can't have a full stomach when you're gonna play squash <laughs> yeah and he's like well yes everyone knows about toast cramps <laughs> yeah um toast so important uh-huh very uh-huh. important it's bread but hot <laughs> it is uh so okay this is the weirdest part is that martin's supposed to go to a doctor's appointment and and daphne you know so daphne's pointing this out to get him out the door right and right. martin's like well that's not for another 20 minutes right how long does it take you to get there and you had to show up like 50 right. minutes early for a doctor's appointment so you can wait there for another other 45 minutes because right. they're always freaking late I mean, unless he means that, like, that time is he in 20 leaves, minutes. He has to leave in 20 minutes to get right, there. Right, right. Well, but the other thing is, like, isn't a doctor's appointment exactly the sort of thing that Daphne would be bringing him to? Like, we talk all the time, like, we've talked a number of times about how she does all this stuff that is not home health care worker job, but 
bringing him to the doctor's appointment is literally, like, the one thing that she should definitely be involved in. I feel like, um, Roz would bring him. Roz would bring him? Yeah. <laughs> well, what? she's always doing weird stuff, too, well, so true. why not? Yeah, she, I mean, she might drive Frazier to a doctor's appointment, but I don't think she would drive Martin there. Okay, so everyone kind of leaves for, like... A little bit. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They go, like, in the other room for some reason? They well, just... so, he has to go, like, um, like, yeah, he has to go get, like, Who's his he? check... Sorry, Martin has to go get, like, his checkbook or something before the, for the doctor's appointment. Remember and, checks? Yeah. And then Frasier just, like, goes with him, I yeah. guess. But, okay, so this is, Joe runs out, and then... I don't know why they had the longest freaking kiss ever. Like, I get it. I know. He makes it to the door. He makes it. Just go. You don't have time for kisses. Right. Like. That's why you're in this mess. Right. Exactly. Like, just. But, yeah. I mean, I get the impulse to do this. But, like, you've made it. You've done it. You're so desperate to pull this off. So, like, Martin and Fraser come out. And they're like, oh, okay. But then he's, like, holding his shoes. Yeah. Well, because he says, oh, I just stopped by to, like. Give Daphne a kiss in the morning and, and give her these shoes. Yeah, because he doesn't has. And then this is when Eddie runs out with the underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which also looks pretty tiny <laughs> for for like boxers. Yeah. Well, see, that's the <clears throat> other weird thing I thought about the squash, th- like the squash shorts. Is like I feel like we've seen we've seen Fraser in his underwear before. Yes, he's wearing some tidy whities. He has maybe. to be wearing. He has to wear. He's wearing a thong. Yeah, because like if he was oh wearing my boxers, the boxers are longer than these shorts that he's wearing. To play yes, squash. this was during a time I think where you couldn't wear like sexy underwear on TV. Right, like you had to wear like those like loose boxers. Right, like everyone. It's funny because we see Martin later on. We in do his, in we these are. boxers. Yeah. But the one show that I really remember, like, seeing somebody, a guy, like, wearing, like, boxer briefs, which, can we all just agree, sexiest man underwear? Yes. Agreed. Unless, unless the, that weird kind that just has, like, that one strap. <laughs> I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm really sorry. I can't yeah. even explain it. No, it's just no. weird. You might have seen it on the internet. Do not look it up. Don't look it up. It's not don't worth it. Don't look it up on our recommendation. <laughs> if, so, if, if later you're inspired, feel free. But, like, don't look up this weird one strap <laughs> man thong thing on our recommendation. It's really weird. It is weird. I'm not sexy. Yeah. Um... But is uh, Californication, mm-hmm. Hank Moody is, like, constantly in boxer briefs. Yeah, yeah. As he should be. <laughs> agreed. Um, uh, agreed. But that's, like, really... I mean, I'm sure, like, there are other shows. I know this is a weird topic, but, like, un- men's yeah, underwear yeah. and, like, TV. Because it's right. definitely, like... It used like, to be huge briefs. Huge... Um, not briefs. <laughs> huge briefs. They're just <laughs> giant, like, stuffed with cotton. Like, it's just... Like, nine sizes too big, but with, like, a pillow in it. (laughs) Huge boxers. It was always huge boxers. Like, and half the time, like, held up with, like, suspenders or something. It's like they're being extra sure nothing's going to show. Um... Uh, that reminds me of this story on, like, um... John Ritter told on Conan O'Brien once about Three's Company, about how, like, because he used to wear really tiny shorts and he would always leap over... Oh my god, yes, yes. And he would always leap over the couch. Yes! And... Oh my god! 
much! <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking so, about. So, like, apparently there is a shot where his leg goes a little too high, and there you can see all the way up his shorts, <laughs> and, like, just for, like, a frame of the thing. So, like, they had to edit out a couple of frames to no, make I sure No, I think, could... actually, this was something that happened later on, too, where people were watching it, on, like, reruns of Nick at Night. Yeah, yeah, that's and... what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And so they had to, like... Like, somebody noticed it, and, like, they went and had to edit out a couple of frames to make sure that that didn't appear again. Like, come on, you're ruining it for everyone. We all want to see that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, okay, so going back to the underwear in the actual show. Yes. Because, uh, like, you know, when Eddie runs out and drops off the underwear. So what triggers it is, like, once they've made it clear, it's become clear what happened, Frazier makes the, says the line, like, is there anybody that could find a way to make this more awkward? And yes. that's when Eddie runs out and drops the underwear on the mm-hmm. floor. The funny thing is, I paused it at that moment to like write down a note, mm-hmm. and at, Eddie was halfway through sitting down, mm-hmm. which means paused, it looked like he was pooping, and I was like, Eddie's made it even more awkward, if that was actually what's happening right <laughs> so now. He just like, has underwear in his mouth, and he's just like, pooping in the middle of the room. <laughs> right, it's just like, this is now at maximum awkward, if that was And what then like, happened. just like, a thousand snakes like, pop out of <laughs> Ranger's couch. Uh, it turns out Eddie is actually just a bunch of snakes. And he's like, like Medusa. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that would really be like this has actually not been Fraser the entire <laughs> no. time. It's been like Hercules. I was gonna, I was gonna say Xena. Okay, so now we're finally in the next section, <laughs> like thirty minutes into the literally okay. twenty five minutes into the episode. <clears throat> okay, they're playing Dosi Do, but not for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, hello, I love this place. We know where we are because we're in Cafe Nervosa. Where? <laughs> yeah. When? What is this voice? I, I don't know. I don't know. Sitting uh, in that one spot where they never ever they sit. They never sit there. <laughs> sit there all of the time. Of all the time. <clears throat> um, so it's that... Frasier and Niles over, oh, sitting over there in, in the Twilight Zone. So... Checking out Dirk do... and Gabby Bindercott. Wow, these names. <laughs> these are these are such Niles' friends' names. Okay, like, so I love that Niles is, like, calling for them, and they're just, like, walking away. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, Dirk! Dirk! Yeah. Which sounds like Derek. It does sound like Derek. Uh, I bet it's connected. I bet it's, like, rooted from, like, some other language where it's still Derek, but, Yeah, like, I think Derek is a Germanic name. Probably. I know because I etymologied it in my head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh, but, yeah. So, fuck- Derek goes over there mm-hmm. and, uh, is all about, like, yeah, hey, mm-hmm. um, hi there. Yeah, crickets. Um, yeah, he's, like, basically talking about the benefit that obviously Niles is going to go to, because he's always going to the benefits, so it's totally Yeah, it, it, and we find out what it is, which yeah. is, I like that he's like, so what benefit is that? Because yeah, there's so, so many, many. So many benefits. Uh, yes. yeah, it's hoedown for the homeless. <laughs> yeah. Interesting theme. Yeah, that's an interesting theme. <clears throat> um, it, so, yeah, we... So he's not been invited. No. And, no. like, Fraser really tries to unsuccessfully make Niles feel better about, like, yeah, yeah. not being invited to yeah, this. it's not a big deal. Maris just has all the money and the important friends and everything. So, uh, it's, 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 it's So now, I like, he, so he's off the A-list. Yeah, yeah. Charity yes. benefits. Yeah. <clears throat> he's at B-list. He's at B-list, which is grubby theater companies and last year's diseases. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wrote that down because I was just like, I love the idea of, like, 
fashionable diseases. Like, only the truly rich get to go to the charities for I mean, the more fashionable diseases. I mean, but I think that diseases. legitimately is an argument people talk about a lot. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like that, Which is weird. I'm not going to, like, go into it, but that definitely seems to be a thing where right. there are trendy things people are into. Right. Well, I mean, like, last year they had, like, the whole ice bucket challenge thing for ALS, and it's like... It's very important to raise money for ALS. That is a disease that needed a more awareness and money and things like that. And that's great. But then, but it is weird that, like, it was, like, giving money to a disease, like, to, like, disease research became a meme for a while. And then, like, but there, but, like, now that it's gone, are people still donating to it? I mean, there are always people donating to different things. Right. But, yeah. yeah, it is kind of weird how, like, yeah... That is kind of weird. But then, like, but yeah, I, I just think it's interesting that yeah, it's become like it's it's a fashionable thing. Like it it's is always. But also the idea that you don't get to go to those charities if yeah. you're not rich enough. But, yep. Like there's going to be ones at the top that like only the the true elite. Well, are... it's okay because Niles has really rationalized this. Mm-hmm. You know, like his invitation obviously just got lost in the mail. Yeah. Or you know, stolen by a postal worker. Because hoedowns are catnip to postal workers. <laughs> One, how would he even know that okay. it was for an invitation to the hoedown for the homeless? Well, I could imagine <clears throat> a benefit like this having, like, some sort of special stationery and, like, envelopes Oh, about right, it. right, and so, right. so, like, you might see it. It might be even on the outside. Like, some sort of thing. So I could kind of see this being the sort of thing that would spend extra money on an, on a specially designed custom envelope. I also wonder, envelope. do you think this is like a reference to um, Cliff? I, maybe? I, I have no idea. Because he's Cliff, a postal worker. Right, but I have no idea if he ever went to a hoedown. Like, I don't know either, but Boston that seems like something that would be on Cheers. There's not a lot of Seattle hoedowns. What are you <laughs> well, talking about? This isn't Texas. Well, I There's know. a hoedown every night there. Right, but that's the thing. There's it's... a honky-tonk bar. <laughs> I just assume that's what happens at a honky-tonk bar. I'm not <laughs> super sure. I've never yeah. actually... The, the closest <laughs> I got to a hoedown is, you know, whose line is that anyway? <laughs> and everyone never liked that part right, anyways. right. Well, no, okay, so what I mean is, for someone like Cliff to go to a hoedown, there has to just be a hoedown well, happening. Well, he stole somebody's hoedown for the homeless invitation. But for the rich to do it, they're just throwing one today. They're not going to, like, some place that has hoedowns all the time. They're throwing one at, like, Well, the poster fancy... workers are going there all the time because it's, like, catnip to them. I also, I do like the idea of assuming that every poster worker you ever see this weekend will be at a hoedown. Yeah. Like... The reason mail isn't delivered on Sundays, just because everyone is just out super late on Saturday at a hoedown. And, like, yeah. they just can't, they just can't go in the next day. Yeah, like, they danced out. They just had to stop going on Sundays just to make up for it, because they know there's no one going to be is, around. I think we figured it out. Yeah. We figured out so much from this episode. Uh, so, um, anyways, while Roz walks in, mm-hmm. and Niles, Niles leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just is leaving i guess it's just time for him to go it's just time oh, no. for him to go oh i think he's going to try and like figure out the uh he's gonna go try and track down his his invitation or something it's something related to that but he he does just leave okay so i think one fraser asking Roz's question mm-hmm. this is not gonna go well well it's not going to go fraser's way uh, but also i just think what a weird thing to have to talk about this this is 
inane. Yeah. I hate most of what happens in this You episode. cannot tell somebody... This is not like your teenage right. daughter. Right. Should we talk about what it's what no. it is that he's talking no. about? No, just ambi- be ambiguous. Uh-huh. Roz is totally against this. Yeah, she is. Absolutely. Okay, so Frazier's talking uh, about Daphne and Joe having sex in the apartment. Right. And he how, doesn't get a say in yeah, it. And how it, it makes, makes him uncomfortable. It makes him uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, he wants to ask her not to anymore. And like, no! Well, what's more, it's not, it almost seems, it, he's not asking if he should, he's asking if it makes him selfish. Like, yes. it's not a question of whether or not he's going to. I love how to. sarcastic Roz is yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, because he, he's saying he's having a hard time, like, focusing on reading, knowing that they might be doing something in there, and she's just like, yeah, no, no, not selfish at all. Just read your book, and, like, you're not allowed to have like, sex. Like, wow. Yeah. One, just, it's, uh, yeah. one, he just doesn't get to decide this. Right. Because, um, I don't know. It, this just bothers me so much, because he just doesn't, like, I understand, like, caring about Daphne, like, when she had, like, the bad boyfriends right, and everything. Right. That's one thing, but, like, and, like, when she, like, went to that place and got in that pool match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, like, saying, like, hey, I'm uncomfortable with you doing this thing that adults do, and you're an adult. Yeah, in your and, own home. And but, you have a boyfriend. I right. just think this is totally unreasonable. Right, no, it's ab- If anything, you know who should be upset about this? Who? Niles. Sure, but I think Niles... Niles would be jealous of it. He'd be jealous. But I would feel like so much better if Niles would be the one that's trying to stop them from doing something because he's just, like, jealous and wants to be with Daphne. Right. It would still be gross. Like, it's still be... No, it'd still be gross, but that's already been accepted. But somehow he's also totally fine with this relationship? Yeah. Well, it it might just be that, like, he's... He's just focusing on, like, the Maris separation. Yeah, it might just be that, like... So much is happening with that that he's not he's focused really on. Ju- he's got to get to this hoedown for the homeless. So. Right, right. But yeah, so of course, Roz just hates everything that's happening here. Right, because she's basically because she's basically on our side. Because like you know, yeah, just of course like, she was. Like she's a grown woman that lives in like having sex in her own home. Like it's not. It's one thing if they were like in the kitchen. Or something. Well, she I'd did like, have some hanky-panky happened out in that, like, what, in the park that one time? Because oh, she had, yeah, like, yeah. mud on her back <laughs> and her clothes right. were all backwards or something? Oh, no, her jacket was ripped. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That did happen. But, um, but yeah, it's not like they're in the, like, living room. Like, <laughs> button just made a weird noise on the chair. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I thought it was a snake. <laughs> oh, God, my chair is a snake. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this is, this whole thing is just ridiculous. Stop Beetlejuice. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna have to cut all that out. I'm not. Um, just so, um, but, so, yeah, anyway, so, but that's the end of the scene. It's basically, like, Fraser, like, hey, am I ridiculous? And Roz, like, yup, you're the worst. Okay, so now Fraser's apartment. Fraser's apartment. So, Martin's reading the newspaper, like, normally is, mm-hmm. like, all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, so Fraser walks in and I think Martin's advice is just like, ignore what happened this morning. Yeah, it doesn't And of matter. course, uh, no, he just marches right over to Daphne's yeah. room. Yep. Yeah, he knocks on Daphne's door. She's in her bathrobe again? Like, She's always she, in her bathroom. Did she just never put clothes on nope. the entire day? No, she just, she just got out of the shower. I mean, Fraser probably knows that. <laughs> probably. Probably knows her entire schedule. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like she's apologizing for the. She's awkwardness. being totally yeah. appropriate. She's yeah. just like, sorry, I made everyone feel awkward. But the thing is, like, she was sneaking around for whatever reason. I th- I feel like the thing here is that I don't know what rules are set in the house. Right. But like, Fraser can bring ladies home, and everyone has to leave while while he like entertains them with right. like his obnoxious hors d'oeuvres, and, like, <laughs> sexy classical music, and his view of Seattle and like yep. leisure suits or whatever. <laughs> yep. shark skin suits yeah um, i was like leisure suits but oh yeah yeah the shark skin suits That's so it. i i feel like apologizing for making a situation awkward and like waking up late is totally acceptable sure, and then sure. like fraser's like actually yeah, yeah you can't do that anymore and she's just like her response makes sense like yeah. okay i'm gonna move out then yeah, yeah. and i because, don't think yeah, she's, she's saying this as like in an obnoxious way. I think she's saying this in a real serious way. Like, right. if you're really not comfortable with this, then, you know, I'm going to have to leave. And you're right. just, that's the only solution there right. is. Right, right. Yeah, because, like, in the first place, her thing is just like, I guess I'll just tell you next time. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, like, I didn't tell you. And he just doesn't, like, it's just like, that's not really the issue. It's that it, no, not under my roof. Which, like, ugh. No. Like, not acceptable. It's not okay. And it's, it, the funny thing is, Fraser's the one having the problem. Not right. Martin. Right. Um, Which you would see, Martin would probably think of Daphne, like, more as a daughter than, like, Fraser would. Right, right. You would, yeah, you would probably, I could, stereotypically, I would expect this more from Martin. But, mm-hmm. like, no, he's just, like... Look, He's it's just weird. Like, it's it might be awkward. Don't think about it. But it's awkward because he doesn't want to think about sex in general. Well, the thing is, like, remember that one time, like Martin had that woman over right. and it got bear people got right. embarrassed or whatever. Right. But I'm like, that was fine. Right. And he was just, it, the only embarrassment just came from the fact that he didn't want to like talk about it, but like. That's just because he's private about sex, not because he thinks sex is a bad thing or shouldn't right. be happening or anything like that. But yeah, so and then Daphne's just like. So Frazier is like trying to stop her from moving. So this out. is a whole thing of basically like Daphne's going away for the weekend with Joe. Right. And when she comes back, she's gonna look for her own place. Yeah. And next scene. Well, no, because then he's like, no, no, no. I want you to stay. I just don't want you to have sex with is sex in your room. And she's just like, that's oh, there terrible. Is? Well, it's just well, no, it's just like. Oh, so I just won't ever have any personal life. I'll just wait on you forever and do nothing else. And that's my life now. And like, yeah, exactly, Fraser. Like, that's like, that is the rational way to look at what you're trying to say right now. Like, if he would just accept right now that that's what he sounds like, then we might not have an issue. Well, he likes getting his way. Right. And yeah, because he's selfish. Like, he's yep. selfish and a jerk. Now, next and, section. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. Yay! <laughs> Finally, we're roller skating in the next section. Yeah. Uh, so, Martin singing. Yeah. Such a groovy lady. Yeah. Which I really love that callback. Uh huh. Yeah. No, it was good. And I'm pretty I... psyched about singing it. <laughs> yeah, I would love to some, sing at some point. Um, really poorly. None of us are singers. <laughs> right. Uh. So news. So I love this because. Daphne's gone away for the right. weekend. Right, she went away with Joe for the and weekend. And Martin's, like, in his underwear, mm-hmm. right? Yep, Is he, yep. Yeah. yeah, he's in his underwear, making breakfast burritos. Um, There's newspapers, like, everywhere. Yeah, yeah newspapers and oh, beer cans. And, and, like, 
Fraser can't even get the phone. It's like in Martin's room. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's making breakfast burritos. Mm-hmm. And this is so nice because Martin's like, hey, I'm making breakfast burrito. Do you want some? And then, like, Fraser says, El Paso. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Which is kind of clever. It is clever, yeah. And uh, and then, yeah, he, he he's wearing, he's only in his undies because everything he has has shrunk. <laughs> right, of including course. the silk pajamas <laughs> that, that Fraser, Fraser gave him. Right. Which... Okay, by the way, Frazier turning down the breakfast burrito just adds to the theory that he definitely has never eaten a chimichanga. That is true. Because if you've ever chosen to eat a chimichanga, you would totally eat a breakfast burrito because (laughs) breakfast burritos are delicious. They are delicious. Uh, So either you never eat Mexican food ever or you would eat a breakfast burrito. Oh, and we didn't... Okay, that's... Yes, I agree with Dave. Also, we didn't mention that... Frazier said something about, like, maybe Martin had been gaining weight. Right. And he said, oh, yeah, well, maybe, but the scale has been, like, off for, like, a month. Yeah. It's been it's... 10 pounds off for, like, a month. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. I like that he doesn't assume he's gained weight. It's just right. that the scale's broken. Right, right. Which is, it turns out, I forget, important to, like, the d- direction that the episode does go, is him th- assuming that, yeah. Um... But also, not only is Martin making a breakfast burrito, which a good choice. Yeah. He's making some tater tots. He is making some tater tots. And Fraser passes on this again. Yeah. He says he doesn't want a breakfast pile. Yeah. And I think I would take anything called a breakfast pile. Right. Right. Definitely want a pile of breakfast. I am pretty passionate <laughs> about tater tots and piles of them. Oh, man. We've got tater tots in the freezer right now uh and... we might have them later <laughs> we might like they're they're fighting about they're fighting about everything they're fighting about martin walking around in his underwear they're fighting about the food they're fighting about the newspapers everywhere the the missing phone missing remote control oh yeah lights being on everywhere the tv being on all the time which is interesting <laughs> because F- martin's annoyed that fraser leaves the lights on but then F- because of the electricity bill, but then he leaves the TV on. But all that's the time. what Frazier brings up as an argument, right? And I just think that's weird that like one cares about the TV and one cares about the lights, and it's like that's no, he doesn't care about the TV. He's using that as an example of you know you leave the TV on all the time, which would also use electricity. I I got the impression he's annoyed that it's on all the time, probably because it's making noise, not because of the electricity. Maybe thing. maybe. But, I, so yeah, like so he can't find the remote control because right. they made an agreement or mm-hmm. whatever. And I like that. What was it like in old days? You know, when you had to get up and change the channel, <laughs> and it's just like it was hell. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 you know, it really, it really is. Yeah, it's pretty it, bad. It's, pretty it's bad. It, but and I'm like that makes me kind of sad. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but so they've called in a contractor because Fraser's gonna convert. What? Oh. Uh-huh. Because Fraser's going to convert Daphne's room back into they a study. They called a contractor? Yeah. Did you uh, miss this part? Because, maybe. Because Martin's like, well, why didn't you use Joe? And he's like, I think Joe's oh, right. done enough in that room. Like, uh, like, one, I feel like it would be, like, really bad form to not use Joe at this point. One, Joe yeah. has already done a ton of work in that apartment. And, like, could you imagine, like... 
you're dating like like someone who you know. I would think this would just be insulting. Right. I would find it very insulting if I was a contractor and someone who's used my work before. Like I've worked with him a like a bunch, both with him and his brother. It's and... weird. They had this contractor come in, right? Mm-hmm. But then he just kind of disappeared. Well, they send him into Daphne's room, which also like. Mine's in so, his underwear. Well, he's he's got an apron on now, and oh. Andy's sitting down, and Fraser tells him not to get up. So, uh, but like, the last time somebody went into Daphne's room without Daphne being there was a disaster, and she was going to quit her job and leave them forever. And well, Charity is leaving. I know, but she's at least staying with the job. But now they're going to send in a random contractor she's never met. Bad enough when it was Frasier, but now it's just some random dude's going to go in there. And they're not even going to think well, twice about it. Well, she's not in there, so it's fine. That's exactly why it's out. not She's fun. moving out. She's moving out. It's like that <laughs> Billy Joel song. Uh, well, I guess if she knew about it, she would have a heart attack. <laughs> Um, so and then also Frazier's upset because Martin left the sponge in the sink that's another thing they're fighting about okay I want to say I totally leave the sponge in the sink yep (laughs) does it drive you bonkers not really Uh, I just I take it out and I deal with it and it's fine like well let's not talk about the gross stuff you do with your weird dish stuff I don't do anything gross anyway but, so, but yeah, his issue... Leaving the lights on all the time. <laughs> so, Frazier's issue is, like, you get a lot of bacteria if you leave a wet sponge in the sink. And oh, my God. Okay, so, so Martin decides to take care of the problem, right? Yeah. Well, is that's this... the next... That's oh, later, right? oh, 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 but, sorry. But, because he's just exa- explaining, it, like, so Martin spills some salsa... And he's like, if I go and I wipe it up now, like, with this sponge, I end up leaving, like, all this gross bacteria all over. So Martin's just like, that's fine. He calls over Eddie to eat it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Onions and garlic are both highly poisonous to dogs. And both usually appear in salsa. Yeah, I was thinking, like, dogs can't eat salsa. Yeah, absolutely do not ever let your dogs eat salsa. They're both, they're, it's very bad That's why you should get your pet bow constrictor to do it. (laughs) Yes. Boa constrictors can totally eat salsa as long as they're the same length as a jar. Like, they gotta measure themselves against the jar first. Oh. And then if they fit, they can eat the salsa. <laughs> I have no idea if that's true. Do not take that advice. Hopefully it's obviously a joke. Don't feed Do your boa constrictors Do people even salsa. have pet boa constrictors? Sure. Well, I mean, people have pet pythons. It's a constrictor. And every pet python is named Monty. <laughs> of course. I mean, if it's not, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> uh, of course. Um, but anyway, so the next section is called He Cried With His Boots On, which is probably Martin crying because he poisoned Eddie with salsa. Oh, it seems like... but then Eddie has little booties on. <laughs> he does have little booties Aww, on. Oh, so cute. And then he recovers and he's fine. Um, and he does a little dance. <laughs> Little little doggy booty dance, which I feel like not not shaking his booty, but his booties because he's, he's wearing boots. Right, right. Which dogs always walk weird when they got little boots on. They do because they, they don't know what to do with it. You know what else walks weird with boots on? Bow constrictor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. It's absolutely hundred percent true. Um, so. <laughs> 
the we're back in the apartment. It's later on. It is trashed. Everything is just is just a disaster. The lights are on. All the lights are on. Um, Fraser Mood, Martin's chair. How dare he? Yeah. And I love that. He's just like. The sideline loses all flow when you have yeah. it that way. And I'm like, I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. I know yeah. I'm Frasier. I already know that I'm Frasier. <laughs> um, and then that's when Niles shows oh, up. Oh, <laughs> my. I was like, I'm I bet Niles so loves this costume. This. Yeah, because he's in like a cowboy hat and a bolo tie. Uh-huh. And- <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and it turns out. He wasn't invited to the um, hoedown for the homeless. He's a social outcast. Yeah, he is. He also wasn't even at the luau for lupus. He didn't even know there was a luau for lupus. Oh. It's over. It's over. Like, and and this part really makes me sad because, like, you know, he says, like, uh, you know, Fraser says he needs to, like, kind of just ignore those people. They're, like, they're clearly just, they don't really like him. They're never really were his friends or whatever. And Niles is like, but I really, really like them. And it made me sad because it didn't seem like he ever did really like those people. But now he's saying this and I'm like, well, if he did and he's being I don't being know abandoned, if he's ever really been close friends with anyone I know, but, other than Fraser. But see, that's my point. Like, it doesn't seem like he's friends with them. But when he says, I really, really like them, he doesn't say... I need them or like they're important to my status or anything like that. He says, I really, really like he's probably, them. probably, that's all he's known for years and years. I know. And, and Frasier, okay, makes a, a bunch of like inappropriate, like, uh, walt- 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 that waltzes with snobs. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he says they're his tribe. Right. Like, yeah. And yeah, he makes them. I kind of liked waltzes with snobs though. Yeah. Because yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the implications. They're just... Because the dances... I think that movie that dances... With dances wolves. with Wolves. Yeah. yeah. Was popular around this time. Yeah. I think it was a couple of years old by then. But, but people like, made a lot of references to that oh, absolutely, in yeah. movies and TV yeah. shows. Yeah. Probably in the movie, the actual movie. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah. So I really think it's a reference to that. Not yeah. saying it's like culturally appropriate thing right. to do right Mar- but no i agree but then like martin tells him like tries to tell him like look it's probably just that like your friends are looking out for you you would have been embarrassed to be around maris so they didn't want to invite you and i think he said upset he'd ups- be upset about being around well maris. sure I, I didn't write down a quote okay but yeah um and so the and and so he should be embarrassed wearing that outfit. In <laughs> yeah. all honesty, yeah. Though I thought he looked pretty good. Right. And not everyone can wear a bolo tie. It's not his pirate costume. So no. like, I think it's I think it works. I think it works. Um. So yeah, he decides. You know what? He's gonna go prove that is true by calling his friends and seeing if that's if that's well. But the phones in Martin's. The phones in Martin's room because so. all all the appliances are on an adventure this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so, so this leads to the one of the conflicts here, which is that like Martin's thinking is like you. There's a certain point where you have to let someone have their story, accept mm. the story that's going to make them happy. Because Fraser is trying to argue that that isn't true. That that's like that it can't be that Nile. It's Niles' friends just being nice. And Martin's thing is like sometimes you just need to like accept the story that makes people happy as opposed to like the actual truth. Um, 
which uh, and is this one Fraser says like I'm a psychiatrist? Right. Yeah. He's I think like so. I'm a psychiatrist. I don't pretend. I confront. I resolve. Yeah. Yeah. And Martin's like you're just like always looking for trouble. Yeah. At least I think that's where that is. No, maybe not because this is when they're having the fight. Yeah. About like respecting my feelings. You right. should respect my feelings because they're my feelings. And right. like Martin's like, well, you should respect mine and. And, you know... Not move the chair. chair. And, like, that's when he puts the sponge in the toster. (laughs) Right. Yeah, because he comes out... That's the thing. So, Frazier comes out with the sponge again on in some tongs and shows him, like, again, there's a wet sponge. This is... The funny thing about this is, like, this sponge is legitimately soaking wet. I don't know if you noticed this, but he's spraying water as he... Every gesture he uses, there's water pouring off of this Yeah, he's not... Getting all the bacteria everywhere or anything. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, he's making it... So, like, it would have been... Like, it would have... The joke would have worked just fine to use a just a soft sponge that isn't actually wet. But this is soaking wet and pouring water every time he gestures with it. Which I just thought was a really interesting touch. Mm. Um, and then... And yeah, and then Martin takes it and decides to dry it off by plopping it in the toaster. Which, um, is gonna be a fire. <laughs> right. Well, Fraser immediately takes it out again. But yeah, that's a terrible idea. Because, yeah, if it, the water, that much water in it, you're gonna end up like, yeah, call, definitely causing a fire. But yeah, but Fraser just pops it out. And then that's when, um, uh, you know, well, they're in the middle of a fight. And then Daphne's home. Daphne, yes. Daphne's home. Finally home from her trip. And. Thank goodness. Is like the opposite of a tornado. Like, she's, like, she's, like, a tornado in reverse, like, in re- if you just rewound it, because she sweeps through the room really quickly and fixes every single thing that they've been complaining about. She, you know, she picks up the newspapers, and the, the beer cans, turns lights off, turns the TV off, adjusts the chair, like, even rings out the sponge. She does everything in, like, m- like... 30 seconds. It's like this perfectly choreographed thing where she just knows where everything is and she talks about how great the trip was and like how she's definitely going to move in, like go find a new place. Joe thinks it's a great idea. You know, it's just, she's just a flurry of motion. But the interesting thing that I got from that was that she takes the sponge out of the sink and wrings it out. But that means, because we don't see this happening, that means Frasier pops the sponge out of the toaster and then plops it back into the sink, soaking wet. <laughs> like Martin probably went in there and filled it up and, and <laughs> did it. No, he somehow. didn't. He didn't. There's been no cut here. Like the, we the, don't know. We Martin don't know. There's always been... a cut. There's always a cut. Um, uh, but anyway, I like this Martin. Martin basically is like, you got to go talk to her. Yeah. Because this is when he's like, it's like two two hard cookies. Mm-hmm. You need that soft, creamy. Creamy middle. And I don't know if you know, but Daphne is is the soft cream middle. <laughs> yeah. And and we're like the, the cookies. Yeah. I yeah, I do really love how they he just keeps going where like and Fraser like, clearly gets it the first time. Yeah. Like he does it like th- two more he, times. He like keeps explaining yeah. the He's joke. Like, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> like it's really clear. Um yeah, because I do think that's a, co- a good analogy. Like, I like how that analogy is done. Yeah, in this I scene. liked it too. But, uh... Uh, yeah, so Fraser goes ask Daphne to stay. And um, basically, Daphne does something really nice here, which is what Martin was talking about, mm-hmm. which was she basically says, like, we weren't having sex in here. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. 
Joe can't even have sex because of his war injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is not really a war injury t- exactly. <laughs> right. It's an injury that occurred during the war. Yeah, because I love that she he asks what war and she jumps to like the Falkland Islands and mm-hmm. it's like, um, <laughs> he's American? <laughs> like, where? How did... But a, a vacation oh. home. Yeah. Oh, a terrible tragedy. He happened to have a vacation. Like, his family had a vacation home on the Falkland Islands. He got sh- kicked in the groin by a startled sheep. Like, which I just, <laughs> I just love. But I love that even though, like, Fraser knows that this isn't plausible, he just goes along with it. Right, right. So, because he really wants her to stay. Right. And this is, like, probably pretty hard for Fraser because he has yeah. such a hard time, like, doing this because like he could have easily just made up a story right right absolutely but i also i love that she actually says like just work with me here Mm -hmm. and he's just like oh right of course a startled sheep sure like and then yeah no it it is it like it is one of the few times that fraser really sort of relents in a way i think that like makes it like he he's not actually being a monster here and it's nice it is nice it is nice in fact he then comes out and because like, I, I like how this all culminates, like because he comes out, he tells Martin the story, yeah, and Martin's very like wide-eyed, like, oh yes, of course, okay, sure, they're definitely not, they're just. Not that Martin even had a problem. Like no, that. no, no, but it, he's just like he's playing along with the story that yes. Fraser needs to yes. hear. Yeah, uh, and oh, uh, oh, and also I liked the line where Daphne asks if it's still okay if he come over and they read poetry together. Yes, and he's like, as long as you don't read it too loudly. Right. Um, I thought that was a good line. Um, so this is when like Niles walks out. Yep. From his phone call, and we found out that it's they still like him. The social yeah. chairman's dog just ate the invitation. Yeah. And doesn't even need his address, not because he doesn't want to send him more uh, the next things, but just because they'll see him around. Cause they're pals, they're all friends. They'll totally, definitely see Aww, them around. This is really sad. It is sad, but again, Niles is accepting the story, so you know it's it's, it's okay. And like, just like Martin's pants just keep shrinking in the dryer. It's the weirdest thing. So, like, he doesn't have comfortable pants to eat these Oreos in, you know, like, eat these reduced fat And they're fat so Oreos. excited about these Oreos. Yeah. And, like, Fraser's just like, reduce fat? That means we can eat twice as many. <laughs> right. uh, well, I, I feel like their being excited about the cookies is sort of them all working together to accept each other's ridiculous stories. It's just mm-hmm. sort of like, because Martin is trying to help Fraser accept the kicked in the groin by a sheep story. Fraser's now going to help Martin accept the... He's definitely not gaining weight, and it's totally okay to eat cookies. So I think that's why he's so like, ooh, yes, absolutely, let's eat And also, cookies. Oreos are delicious. Also, Oreos are delicious. Also, yes, that as well. You know what else? You know who loves an Oreo? Who's that? A boa constrictor. They—they <laughs> uh, they think some of them can eat an entire sleeve of Oreos in mm-hmm. one go, but they got to measure themselves mm-hmm. against it first. All right, so then it ends, and we end up at the end scene. Uh, it's morning time. Everybody's in the kitchen. Daphne's just pouring three glasses of orange juice because the three of them are all in the kitchen. And then she just takes all three glasses and walks into the back room, and they all just, like, Martin and Frazier just look on in shock before she finally laughs and turns around and comes back. And I just... 
I found this scene so funny because just the idea that like they believe it's possible that Fraser, uh, Fraser, that Daphne has two people in that back room. I just find really like amusing. Maybe they just really like Jews. <laughs> Maybe, but again, she's in her bathrobe, so it's a couple of people that she's hanging out with in her bathrobe that really like juice in in her yeah, bedroom. Um, hello. If somebody wanted to come over here and drink juice with me while I'm in a bathroom, all the better for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. And I'll point. even pour them two glasses of juice. <laughs> I'm like, you could have one tall one. They're like, no, I prefer two short glasses. And I'm like, can do. Just a straw in each one. Yes. Just like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then a snake comes out. <laughs> Oh no! It wasn't a straw yeah, it after wasn't, all. It wasn't. It was. I thought that was a really bendy straw. Turns out it was a cobra. Jeez. Sorry, GI Joe. That's funny because GI Joe isn't a guy. It's a group. It's anti-terrorism organization. Anyway, Tay uh, knows way too much about GI Joe. Tay knows way too much about GI Joe. Uh, anyway, did you have anything else about? No, I did so, not. Okay. So drinks in this episode. Yeah, uh, coffee. Yeah, I am having coffee. You are having Thanks coffee. Thanks for noticing. Yes. In case you can't tell from the energy of this podcast, I am is drinking coffee right now. Uh, <laughs> um, some orange juice, uh, some cappuccinos, some Valentines, and some sherry. So, uh, no callers. Obviously, we were never in the studio. Um, but also, for this section, we're listening. We did have a comment, um, which was from uh, Maria Dunn, which is at Ms. Natla on Twitter. Uh, she wrote to us uh, in reference to um, uh, the Daphne's Room episode, actually, mm-hmm. to say, I realize I'm four months late on this, but I'm British, and I've never heard of Herbert Beerbaum Tree. Um, so I don't know if you remember that discussion about like how we've never heard of him, mm-hmm. but he's British, so maybe it's something that is in the British cultural consciousness? Uh, apparently not. Or at okay. least not according to Maria Dunn here. So thanks for following up on that. I don't, I no even, I don't remember that conversation. So I like vaguely that's the remember. Book, that's the book that he's trying to get back from Daphne. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And we were saying, and it's about, he's like a British theater like owner thing from like the 1800s or a something. British like, or theater owner thing? Something like that. Okay. Or like late 1800s, early 1900s or something. Mm-hmm. And we were saying that basically we had never heard of it, but that doesn't mean no one has. Just that we hadn't. Mm. Um, turns out not very well known in England either. So, good to know. Thank you, Maria. And with that, this has been episode 312, Come Lie With Me, and this is TGF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle! We love you!